ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast. For each week, we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. And you're probably seeing this on Facebook and you're listening to it on your devices, but we are back on Facebook. Our uh, weekend jail, like we had a DUI or something like that, has been ended. I can you know, go live now. Uh, I'm sorry, Zuck. I didn't mean it. I didn't even do it. But we are back live and we are talking with I come from that old school uh, British punk, real punk, skater punk world where, um, you know, fight the establishment. Everything sucks. Punk rock world. And I l- used to love that music. Um, I've watched movies like Sid and Nancy plenty of times. I, you know, was into that world. And to have an opportunity to talk to a real punk rocker and there's nothing more punk rock than what our, our guest today has done. When you just turn around and you go, I'm just going to make my own instrument. The rest of this stuff that's out here just doesn't fit my bill. So I'm going to make my own instrument. So we have an opportunity. We have a guest here with, and even look, I'm going to tell you right now, don't read the names of their, uh, their songs to your children. Cause, uh, some of them, <laughs> but you could watch, I guess you could watch the one with your kids because it's got Legos in it. And I want to say, uh, I'm going to throw it out there right now. Black Glove uh, started following us today, and thank you. That was awesome, and I love your Legos. Uh, it's like my kids make me watch Lego videos, and I can't stand them, but I can watch his videos. But we have with us today Keith Irish of Punk as a Doornail. Look at that. At the bar, we even have an audience. You didn't realize that shit. So welcome, Keith. Thanks. It's good to be so, here. Um, we're we're going to get into it, and I love Punk as a Doornail. I'm going to – I see. I'll play the song, uh, and it does have a little bit of a, a delay beforehand, folks, but I'm going to play the song beforehand that uh, off of – is this the newest album? Yeah, yeah. And that title of it's, that album uh, is that, uh, that's dead, dead as a sad nail. Dead is a sad snail. Yeah, I just love punk rock titles. Punk rock titles are the best. I know it it ends abruptly, folks, but I'm not great with Capwig yet. But what a great title. What a great line. Crack is a one-armed baby. I, I can't even – at some point we're getting into what does that even mean. But before we get into all that, as always, folks, we got to do some housekeeping. Now, look, I got in Facebook trouble, so I need all of you to share this to all your yard sale sites, all those places out there that I can't do because – I don't want to get banned no more. So I need you all to take this time, share it to all your Facebook pages, all your yard sale sites, all those different locations. Make sure that they know who's out here and they know about the Above the Bar podcast. Also, as always, folks, sticker in a cause right over my shoulder here. If you've got a, a band of your own, you've got something that you're supporting, whether it be a volunteer group, whether it be your own podcast, I don't care what it is. You reach out to me on social media, whether it be our Facebook page, the Above the Bar Podcast, or Instagram page, the Above the Bar Podcast, our Gmail is uh, the Above the Bar Podcast at gmail.com. And then our uh, the only one that's all screwed up is our Twitter is at Above the Bar Four. Don't ask me why I couldn't get it in there. So make sure you send me whatever you got going on there, and we will make sure that we absolutely positively get everyone uh your stickers up already we've got uh c22 eagle says hello and uh 
Jeanette, you have no idea. I, see, your accent, as, my accent probably has gotten stronger. Jean, Jeanette and I should have an accent off. She She's from England and then lived in Papua New Guinea. So I figured we could have an accent off at some point, Jeanette. So make sure you're sharing this around to everyone. And look, if you need your media to get a little bit edgier, be a little bit more punk rock, make sure you reach out to Media by Dibs, your connection for all things media from logos to marketing campaigns to flyers and more. He could probably even make you a picture of a guitar. And if you already know what a guitar is, send me a message right now. Making your ideas a reality. Mention the phrase belly up to the bar for 10% off of your first order and for a free consultation. Uh, did we lose you, Keith? Keith? Not here. Okay. We don't, I thought I lost you for a minute. Are you downloading the, uh, the Chrome? Oh, there he is. So Yeah, I was trying to type in the the thing while we're doing it, but we'll keep rocking at it. And we may have a special right. guest. What's your drummer? I didn't even catch, I, and I'm such a horrible. To, if anyone who knows me, I do z almost knows no show prep except for when it's musicians because then I want to listen. And I'm telling you, can, do you have this guitar? Bring it up right now. I gotta, I gotta get yeah. right into this. This is the coolest thing ever. Is so. Right now, Keith's holding up what's called a scatar. It is a skateboard. Here, I'll try to light it up with, a little better. With pickups and a head on it that looks like something out of Nightmare Before Christmas and has the most amazing sound to it. The last time I personally heard, what is it, two strings or three strings? It's got three. Three strings. The last time I heard anything like this was the first time I heard Kurt Cobain play with piano strings and change the entire sound of his guitar. So I, I got to ask right away before we even get into the rest of the music, because I like them. I love the music. I, I think you guys got an amazing sound. Where the hell did this guitar come from? Uh, well, we started off as a noise band. And uh, basically, we just find like found objects and make instruments out of it. And so, uh, you know, I made like instruments out of like detour signs, uh, baseball bats. Uh, one time, the bottom part of a 76 ball and a skate tar kind of sounded really good. And it became kind of the staple. And yeah, we call it the skate tar. And I'm a skatarist, and it's supposed to be kind of a joke. And uh, we started in 1999, and eventually I got good at playing it, which was kind of not intentional. And uh, yeah, it sounds really awesome. I mean, I run it through a Marshall half stack and through a bass amp. It has a guitar channel and a bass channel, and the thing's loud. I only plug it through a like a preamp for the bass channel and a reverb pedal on the on the guitar and i try to play as clean as possible because the thing sounds pretty gnarly and it's tuned to all octaves and i play it with a hennessy bottle and that's how it started it started out as a noise band then it became a punk rock duo that's so amazing and now we may get your do, do we know for sure if your drummer's gonna make it yeah it'll be on it 5.30 our time, which would be 8.30 yours, and his name is Johnny Rage, and he was in the group when we were a noise band. He played a, the 2 by 4 <laughs> that we called the shit stick. Oh, and so uh, and uh, he, that was a, that thing ranged in height from 8 to 13 feet. Sometimes they broke. And he played that thing. He could tell you more about that, but uh, our original drummer uh, retired so he's taken place uh, as the drummer, and he's kind of become one of the – I like it because he has a great voice, too. So he plays drums, and uh, he's a great singer for a punk band, and his lyrics are hilarious. He's from uh, DMF, which stands for Dirty Motherfuckers, and he's just hilarious. And uh, when he gets on, he'll, he'll be on for sure, you know, as long as uh, he knows how to type. 
something into a computer and his browser works unlike mine but uh, well, i gotta tell you though like so punk like and, and we were talking about this a little earlier a buddy of mine and he he made a great comment i said you know i asked is punk dead he said punk's not dead it just goes to bed earlier and has to take a baby aspirin now when it goes to bed um what do you think about that when people say you know because uh, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'll give a shit what no one says. Green Day is not a punk band. They're not a punk. band. I still think they're a punk band. I mean, I kind of create punk as a doornail because I didn't like pop punk, but they weren't exactly pop punk when uh, I came up with the band idea. Dead Kennedys, Dead Milkman, like that's punk. Oh, oh do you like the Dead Milkman? Absolutely. Oh, that's cool. Who didn't sing a punk rock girl at some point in their life? Um, yeah, I saw them at the um, in San Diego, like I think last year or so. And uh, yeah, they only did six shows in the whole nation, and uh, I got to see one of them. I was stoked. The like, violent, I never the knew violent how much Femmes are more punk rock really. than Green Day. The Violent Femmes are more punk rock than Green Day. Hey, okay. my favorite like punk bands are like Flipper, and I don't uh, even know that. Oh, you know Flipper? Oh, Flipper. No. Oh no, I'm being thrown off stream down. down. You'll like Flipper. Um. And uh. Josh, thank you. I don't know. I, I got really into the. I got into that No Wave scene too. Yes. Where like Sonic Youth kind of sp- was like sponsored. I like Sonic Youth. So I think that's the close. The closest thing to the skate tar would be uh, probably Teenage Jesus and the Jerks. Her, her guitar tone sounds really close to the skate tar, but that's about as close as a. I sound and that's like what makes punk rock so great. Right there. That's what makes punk rock so great. Teenage Jesus and the Jerks. <laughs> that is such a, yeah, Lydia an amazing that. name. Are you drinking Jack's Abbey? It's uh, St. Archer. All right, that looks like the same label as, as Jack's. We're uh, we're into uh, our soldier. A, a, I wanted to get a, an East Coast beer, nice. But uh, all they have is California IPAs out here. It's kind of annoying. I'm kind of over California IPAs. Are you? Is that where you're at? Is uh, on the left coast? Yeah, yeah, left coast. Yeah, we're. Uh, now you guys had an yeah, amazing punk rock scene. Uh, Amazing yeah, back in the day. Also, that's kind of why uh, Punk is Adorno is kind of a tribute band in that I, I we don't cover the songs, but we cover the idea where every band is supposed to have their own personality, their, their own sound. Once you hear it play, you know exactly who it is. And I think that's what's kind of unique about the California punk scene from uh, the 80s was that you always knew if it was you know Dead Kennedys or black flag or the germs uh you, you knew who they were just by the way they sounded it wasn't because oh this one singer or and you know i think what that's what we'll kind of like about us is that we're kind of we're still kind of true to that kind of we got our own personality thing and you know it's puns adorno when it happens right there's no doubt about that sound that that's guitar has its own sound and AC 22 Eagles. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support, brother. Um, I just, I, so getting further into this. So you've got, you guys, like you're not a young band 99. That's a long, that's a long clip to be around. So, yeah. I mean, what's kept you go, going in the punk scene? Um, I think it's because it's a concept band. And I think the concept will get funnier as we get older. <laughs> like, as soon as, I'm, as soon as I'm 70 doing this thing, it'll be even more ridiculous. I've shit my pants. I've shit them bad. <laughs> my yeah, diaper's full. And it's made me sad. Yeah, I'll get the assisted living place, you know. Chasing down nurses. <laughs> Look, I just wrote like two. I just wrote two punk rock songs just like that. Yeah, chasing down it. nurses. 
chasing down nurses going to pull her skirt. Like I've just wrote a, like that's what's so great about punk punk songs. Like I'm assuming in this probably is just me thinking very stereotypical punk rock band. Have you ever watched Sid and Nancy? Yeah. Like that some bitch didn't know how yeah. to play. Sid didn't know shit about playing music. He was an imbecile. Yeah, they had a was it Glenn Matlock doing everything? That's what I heard. Yeah, like, like the dude was clueless. Right. <laughs> so now I think it's funny. Everybody thinks that Sid's a singer. No, Johnny Rod. Did you hear that? No. Everybody thinks it's Sid Vicious. I don't know why. Dude, this guitar is getting so much love it's right weird. now. C22 and there's my man Dibs. They're loving this guitar. Hey, I'll show you the new one. Oh, you got a I new guitar? Yeah. I, basically, I try to make like, like the old one was supposed to be kind of painful. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, like, what do you mean? Like, every time you played it, it shocked you or some shit? That's <laughs> uh, like has like nails and stuff that kind of poke you while you play. Oh no. Now you got a request here. Do you have an amp with you? Do you have an amp with you right now? Uh no, they're it's fine. We play through huge amps as oh you can take like a homemade instrument. You pay through all this equipment, but Oh, so you had like an amp because uh C twenty two Eagle is looking looking for uh a little couple of chords. Is that the new one? Here's a new one. Oh, that looks too clean, man. That doesn't look painful at all. Yeah. And it's lightweight. And that way I can get on and off stage really quick now, which is good. That's so there's great. our buddy. I could tell you all about them. They're pretty cool. Who's that? Then, v- uh, what is it? V5MS? Oh, nice. It's a VFMS. And so, yeah, look, there's some fresh blood. Got to get nice. bloody. Oh, you moved yeah, the pickups yeah, around too. The new thing is that it has this one has testicles. I just let the jacks just hang out, uh, you know, not protected. <laughs> so yeah, the other one. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to like get ruined, but it doesn't. I guess since I'm so protective of testicles, it never <sighs> gets messed up. Dude, yeah, so that's so cool. Like, and what kind of skateboard is it? Flip it over. Yeah, What's the deck? But I mean, is it what kind of deck is it? Is like, like what brand deck do you use? Uh, I got it from one of the shops around here called uh, God, I always forget their name, but but they're they're local and they, they have their own decks come in. And, and it was like, I tried to get as wide and old school as possible because I kind of like. I like that look. The original one was given to me from my one of my roommates. And it looked like it was underneath a pool for like, you know, five oh, years. And then he gave it to me. And so I kind of so, made the, I found another one. I stripped off everything and sanded it and made it look all messed up. Just so it'd be kind of identical. But it's really a, that one's more, the new one's more of a stage prop where it's supposed to actually get the job done. Functionally. <laughs> the other one, you know, the, 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 job. One, the other one is an extension cord. <laughs> like here, I'll show you. I'll show you the chord and that one. Oh, that's just, like, like the the instrument itself is. It, it's I don't even know how to describe this thing. The, this thing is okay. You uh, see that? Um, it's this uh, that's, like, that's a extension cord wrapper. That's not even like like a orange extension cord. That's like the shit that your mom was like, "Hey, you know, we need something," and it's the old brown extension cord. Oh, you see a new one. It was functional. It has a strap lock. Look, look at that. That's that's. <laughs> oh, look how, how nifty and clean that thing is. Uh, C twenty two said he's got a. Uh, said they got one element board and two bakers. So they're they're a skater. Now, do you skate though? Oh yeah. See that? That's my chip. Like when I was growing up, my brother skated, and I tried it, and I do so good. So this is how I make up for not being able to skate. I just oh, play so my weird. skateboard. <laughs> please tell me, please tell me your uh, brothers okay, are like bankers and lawyers. You want to hear a chord off it? I can show you. A, yeah, we want to hear a chord. Chord off it? Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. All right, all right. Let's see what we got here. Now, please tell me your brothers are like bankers and lawyers. Um, one's the tour manager for the Interop. 
disruptors if you know them wow they're like a punk they're a punk band they tour internationally wow so that's the old one so let's see try to play it for you can you hear that at all yes absolutely and that's that sound Yeah, so that's kind of what it sounds like Probably. when it's not plugged into anything. But it's still, like, I can hear the sound because I know the songs. I've been listening to the songs. And I will tell you, my four-year-old yeah. dug your songs also. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that's yeah. cool. I mean, you, you you made a fan out of a four-year-old. C-22 said it's going to put him, Skating's going to put him in the ER before he stops. I'm telling you, that thing is amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. So... Cool. Now let's yeah. get into. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, no. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say. So, looking at the song titles, and let me pull up a couple of song song titles because there was there's obviously there's a uh, golden diaper. There's that's one song title. There's uh, crack is a one arm baby. Um, let me see what else I got here. I have uh, pig ass, uh, bra. Bro, uh, let's see what else we got here. That's a good one. Um, what's your favorite song title? Like, because I'm as I'm looking, because I'm just I love, like I said, I love the song titles, that shit makes me laugh. Um, let's see. Oh, our Where's first, our first song was called A Shit Called Art. Shit Called that Art, was good, yeah, uh, ankles, body good. surf. Waxing with the chicks, C H I X, Nacho Burger. Oh, walking with the chicks. Oh, walking with the chicks. I said waxing. Yeah. Uh, La puta course, uh, man in motion. La puta flogging, uh, it's a yeah. flogging the punk horse, which is which has one of the who did that picture? Um, is that the one with the horse on it? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, that, is that my own with the horse? That's fuck it. I don't know. We lose the I used to use flog in the punk course and name every single song we did when we we're a noise band. So it got applied to a lot of things. But yeah, our first album, which I think was on Zodiac Killer Records, uh, one of my friends Tim Shelton did it. And uh the tattoos on the horse are actually uh uh Henry Rollins's. Oh, you use yeah, the like, same one. <laughs> yeah, it even has a Roy Button symbol on it. Yeah. Oh god, that's great. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Henry, so, I'm smarter than everyone. The, the, the punker, the punker uh, attacking the horse, flogging the, the horse. Um, that's actually yeah, the, the that's the drummer, and he drew the picture. So. Oh, that's so great. So, where, like, there's so much like. When I think again, thinking about punk rock shows, um, what is, I've been to, I've been to everything, and I promise you this is true from Debbie Gibson to, um, uh, got it. Um, I can't even think of Helmet, Sepultura, and uh, what the hell was who else played with them? Uh, god, I can't think of the name, name of the band, but like I've been. My range is pretty friggin' ridiculous. Best punk rock show you've done. Like, what is, like, some of the wildest punk rock? Like, I think of punk rock shows, and it's like, shit's getting broken, someone's getting cut, and it, before the night's over with, you know, someone's getting arrested. Well, I think there was, that would have been when I played with my brothers, and we're, we're in a band called the Irish Brothers, it was more like a punk rock rockabilly kind of thing. And we played at the Double Down in the late 90s, early 2000s. And every time we'd play there, someone always got carried out in a stretcher. The place was just really rough. <laughs> and that place was, it was this filled with people and cigarette smoke. And I played bass in that band. And the, I was under, always under, underneath the air conditioner, right? And all that smoke was blowing my eyes. I couldn't see anything. Yeah. And uh, I got the fill-in once for uh, my friend's band, and uh, like 
I was stepping into uh, some big shoes, right? I was going to play bass for, you know, the film for my friend. And so he always like playing his bass with his fist, right? And it's like, bang, bang. He's always just hitting his bass while he's playing. And so I, I was like, all right, well, I got to, I got to, you know, do that too. So I got my fist and go like that. And I put that, just aimed that for the corner of the pickup. It was like uh-huh. those uh, EMGs, so they're pretty hard. And I just kept going, bam, bam, to the thing that blew up, you know? I was bleeding everywhere. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then, uh, what? There, one of my friends was in the front. She was a she was gonna play later that night. She was a singer. She's wearing this nice like white dress, and she wanted to heckle me. And I was just pushing people. with This bass is covered in blood. And she got all bloody. It was so hilarious. Oh, she didn't think it was funny, but I thought it was pretty good. No, nah, that that went over like yeah. a fart for her. That's too funny, bro. Yeah. Like punk rock. That I don't know how. Let's see how to word this one. Punk rock groupies. Is that a thing? Punk rock groupies? Is that a thing? No. No? No, I never really had many. But yeah, we don't I don't know. I mean I'm I'm just curious. Like, they're usually pretty kind of small. Yeah. I don't I mean, have any groupies. But uh, like is that a thing though? Punk rock yeah. groupies? And uh I don't I don't know. I gotta throw some hold on guy. Keith, I gotta throw somebody out of the bar. Excuse me, sir. This is a this is. A, do you have ID, sir? Do you have ID to be in the bar? No. Oh, son of a bitch, Keith. You know what they call hey, the guy that hangs out. Keith, you know what they call the guy that hangs out with the band, right? The drummer. <laughs> Welcome, John. Welcome to the bar. At, it's good to be here. Sneaking up, coming in through the back. The the man behind the lyrics and everything else, as, as Keith just told us, the 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 vocal serenades that come from this man's voice and the lyrical knowledge that he presents to everyone is just it's just a beauty waiting to be held (laughs) what's up john how's that for an intro pretty good Uh, yeah i'll I'll take that Uh, that's that's very good was that a good enough load of shit for you yeah yeah (laughs) i got a shovel big enough for it So welcome, brother. Uh, welcome to the bar. How's your day going? Not too bad. I'm on lunch break from work, so this 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 is definitely better than than taking customer service calls and having to eat bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh God, that <laughs> explains that explains where you get your titles from. I yeah, pretty much. Keith and I wrote two uh, two songs while while you were waiting while we we're waiting for you to come up. Nursing home song. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Keith is pretty quick like that. We wrote all kinds of nursing home songs. <laughs> oh, he wrote them. Yeah, yeah. Break out the uh, break out the walkers, and we'll bring the tennis balls. Right. I say how I could do. Uh, I had to think about that one for a minute because uh, I love the pacing. Your guys' pacing is so perfect for you know that bump 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 bump. It's I love the fact the way it is. But but Key says John, you're you're the the man behind the lyrics. Uh, where's this coming from, brother? You know, generally with our songwriting process, we'll, we'll take to, to the table and just kind of come around with ideas. There's a heavy influence of alcohol and, (laughs) um, we're just, uh, we're, we're, we're looking for things that, that kind of stand out. I don't know if we can make each other laugh with it. That's great. And then we have to hone it in and practice it to the point where we can play it without cracking up in front of people. At least that's what the, that was the concept off of the, uh, the, the current recording. And, and again, folks, the current album for punk as a doornail, you can find it on punk as a doornail.com. It's on Apple. It's on uh, with the iTunes. Uh, Spotify's got it. Uh, if you can get to their shows, which if they make it to the right coast instead of being on the left coast, um, you know, you got to make it through COVID protocols. Um, if they make it out here, they've got vinyl. That's it. For those who don't know what vinyl is, that's how you can actually hear music right if it's not live. Got to go get the vinyl. Um, have you ever, let's see if you guys, have you guys ever heard that whole thing about, uh, 
how CDs ruined how we listen to music. You guys ever heard that? Oh yeah. The something about the speed. You guys know that whole story? Well, I don't know the the exact details of it, but I do know with with everything being compressed more to go onto CD, it completely took the warmth out of everything anything analog that you get off of a record or from a cassette tape. Um I don't know the science behind it, but then I know that when the iPods came out to put everything into MP3s, it made it even worse. Compressed it even more. Yeah. yeah. That's why live is still better. I definitely have to agree with that. So now is, talking about touring, talking about seeing you guys, 500 vinyls. So that's a, you know, I, I'll call that limited edition. Yeah. Uh, I'll call that limited edition. Fi 500 limited edition vinyls. Yeah, it's pretty small. And um, Keith said earlier, if you send him your address in a COD envelope, he will mail you the vinyl. Right, Keith? Yeah. I'm making shit up. Don't believe me. <laughs> Keith's look, was, Keith had this look on his pretty, face. Pretty just pretty like, yeah, it just costs so much to send, dude. I, I bet. I couldn't imagine. You know, that's a lot of bubble wrap. Wait, what was that? I said it's a lot of bubble wrap for an album. Make sure that thing don't like. I couldn't imagine what that takes to, to mail out an album. Are you going to put them on your website? Mail them. Absolutely. Okay. So where well, where I'm right now? About it, but then I have to ship them myself. And, you know. John won't help you. John, that's horrible. You won't help. Oh, where can we get? Well, them? it's uh, it's harder now lugging around the drum set. <laughs> Do you have a van that you keep down by a river? I need to know this right now. I do not have a van that I keep down by the river, unfortunately. How to double check that for us, folks. But now, so so where can we, you know, right now, what's the next show? Where can somebody find you if they're out on the left coast? Well, um, we're, uh, oh, we're doing see. a... We got a bunch. Yeah, we got a couple, but the most immediate one is going to be Thanksgiving night. Actually, technically Black Friday, Monday... Or Black Friday, Black Friday morning. Sorry, and uh, we're uh, we're playing at the Inconsiderate Board Shop in Riverside, California, for them to kick off their Black Friday sale. So we're going to do an in-store performance, and we got some other stuff coming up. I know Keith is looking for it right now. The Inconsiderate Board Shop. What part of California? That's in Riverside, yeah. California. Okay, so yeah, you're down by gotta... San Diego. You're right there by the Marine Base. Yeah, one of the kind of. Did we lose? Oh, did we lose? Close, yeah. But uh, yeah, this inconsiderate's for their tenth year anniversary. And yeah, then the other one is uh, January fourteenth. We're gonna play an all ages show in uh, in Vernon, which is like in L.A. What is that? I need to look through yeah, these songs. That was cool. That was Area Fifty One. But I keep our website posted. Oh, and again, folks, the website is punkasadoornail dot com. We're gonna be on Mini Green's uh, show too. I saw that pop up one uh, as I was looking up some yeah, stuff. Uh, make sure you're checking out punk is a doornail.com. But uh, please, I, I really, who signed you up for an all ages show? I want to know who, who cut that deal. <laughs> hey, that's just Me. luck of the draw. <laughs> Where you're like, yeah, no, we, this is, this is like um, Teletubbies. You'll love it. It's don't even worry about it. It's fine. Everyone will <laughs> love it. Everybody. What do you mean we have a song called Pig Ass? I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, in a bra, bro. Yeah, pig boom. Ass is actually named after a beer in Montana. What? <laughs> yeah. Keith wrote that one when he was out touring with his band with his brothers. They found out that there's a beer called Pig's Ass, so he turned it into a song. I, I, I have so much fun listening to the songs. And I, you missed it, John. My four year old digs you. Funny enough, I played the music and he was like, I was like, do you dig that? And he was jamming out to it. He was like, yeah, I'm down with this, dad. So I'm curious here. So now, Keith, you played with your brothers. Now, were you a music family, music kid growing up? Was this kind of like, hey, you know, dad was in a band, mom was in a band. You know, was it like a folky kind of thing or was it like, nope, we just like me and my brothers got into music and this is how this shit ended up happening. Yeah, my brother Carl would play guitar, and I didn't really have much going on, so I just tried to learn 
I played bass, play bass, and then and then uh, the start of band, and then uh, we had troubles with drummers, so it was forced our other brother to play uh, drums, and that's how that started. So that's how we got our uh, the family band going, and then uh, Punk's Adorno was sort of like the side project to that, and then that band's done, and every time, well. Yeah, that Punks of Dorno became kind of like its own show once that kind of dissolved. So, and that now with the John, it's like it's pretty. We're pretty busy, and uh, yeah, for for being what what it used to be is just a side project. So, now what about you, John? You got like, a great gimmick, man. Yeah, uh, look, I, I you really do. But what about you, John? How how does the music thing happen for you? I've always wanted to play music, so I found a drum set in high school for sale for 20 bucks, bought it, put on headphones, taught myself how to play, listening to a lot of uh, a lot of like punk records and punk bands, and um, played in a couple bands. Keith and I have been playing together in separate bands for, fuck, almost 25 years now, and... Uh, I played in Punk as a Doorknob before when this was more of a noise project yeah. and when this band used to have between like six and seven people in it. And then he whittled the band down to just him and Carrie. Carrie was the original drummer. And then Carrie had to retire. And I was looking to get back to play dr playing drums in a band because I play guitar and, and you know sing and, and other projects. So when he called me up and asked me, hey, Carrie can't play anymore. Do you want to, before you even said join the band, I said yes. Because I, I was looking to join something that was unique. And I don't know anything really more unique than this. I'm sure there is stuff out there, but this definitely took the cake. You know, I didn't want to join some cookie cutter band. So when Keith gave me the opportunity, I lunged at it. So, so it was really kind of this or the uh, Kenny G tribute band. Well, the Kenny G tribute band got my foot in the door. It was the John Tesh gig that got me in. Oh, you were, in the, you were a Tesh guy. <laughs> Man, see, and, and Keith always, you know, strikes me as a uh, German. Really likes the uh, the Hoff, the German albums of the Hoff. Um, you know, David Hasselhoff's albums from Germany. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that work out good. Yes. So now, now Keith, when when I hear whittle down the band, um, are there holes in the backyard? I got to ask you that. Meaning, like you buried them as you whittled the band down. Anyone buried in the backyard? Oh no! It was easy. All I had to do was go. All right, Keith, that was a joke. Like, like, like Keith, I was joking about that, and you like thought about it. Like, ah, I guess, how the fuck do you know about the holes in the backyard? The fuck is this guy? This is bullshit. Well, Google Earth can well, see I, a lot I these days. Yeah, yeah, holes in the backyard. People are already seeing it. But the satellites weren't over at that moment. down the band because all I do is go, "Hey, we're no longer a noise band. We got to practice." So, like, I don't even understand the noise band thing. So, so help me out here. Help me out here a little bit. So, I, okay, what is it? What is a noise band? Keith, you want to explain that one? A noise band's sort of like a, yeah, a noise band's sort of like a sound art band where you don't necessarily have, you don't, you're not a band where you actually have music or songs, but um, you could have a lot of people or it could just be one person and it could be any kind of instruments or it could just be, uh, you know, oscillators or the best noise show I ever saw is just a guy with two metal cups. <laughs> and two and a microphone and he just make it feedback and somehow he made the thing sound so amazing You're like what the heck is he doing and he's not even like doing the knob turning thing it's just amazing and so it's very artsy fartsy and uh a lot of people don't get into it like i got to go see uh Mersbau play and uh i was all excited i'm like yeah i get to go see Mersbau. and uh i told my brother and he's like um yeah, that's kind of your thing. Uh, go ahead and do that, right? So, anyways, I I really liked, you know, the noise stuff and the 
you know, I got into that early Einstein Sunday Neubotten. I like that stuff. Things are just kind of more noise oriented. I got kind of jaded with uh, punk when it became all poppy. And so it was just kind of like the next outlet because I would listen to Sonic Youth and go, wow, they play all these crazy noises on their guitars. Well, why didn't have a guitar? You could just, you could just make noises on anything. You get a, you get a, a tin can, you know, make noises on that. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, I used to get records from vinyl solution and Huntington beach and lob from Insta, Insta, Instagon got me all into these noise bands. And, and then he was really into the so Southern California noise scene. Eventually I started doing my own noise projects. And wait, 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 wait. Punks became into Southern existence. Dallas. Hold on. There was a thing called the Southern California noise scene. Yeah. I like, yeah. like Keith, you were, yeah, ed you were educating the you were educating me on things that I had no idea let like this existed. And again, folks, if you're just learning that punk is a doornail exists, check out punk is a doornail.com, check their stuff out, check them out on, on Spotify, check them out on Apple. C22 does have a question for you both, though. Um what is your favorite punk rock band? Okay. And then I got a follow up to this. Hmm. Favorite punk rock band. Mine right now is Black Flag just because it's classic. It's artsy and it's like it's like jazz music, but at the same time, it's just it's like kind of like the doors. It's just a it's just and it, I don't know that. Greg Ginn's guitar work is just like amazing, you know. Is Rancid so considered? I, I think it'd be if I had to only pick one. Who is Rancid? Rancid would be considered punk, right? Yeah, they're a punk band. I would call I was, yeah, yeah, punk. they're a punk band. I mean, we uh, we're not ones that can say you know we're not the authority of who and who is it punk, right. but yeah, I definitely say that that Rancid's a punk band. That's what I would say. <laughs> Now here's the other the now John you got one? Yeah, you know, I've shit, there's so many that I like, but the one that I always keep going back to was a band from Minneapolis called The Cows. If you've never heard of The Cows, nope, never. It's worth looking into. They don't play anymore, but they are great. Oh, I've heard of them. They go like this. Moo. <laughs> that's the that's cows, man. Moo, 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 moo. Yeah. Yeah. So now here's my follow up question for that. What is your favorite non punk band? Like, I'm going to go with the Melvins. What? Yes, the Melvins. Isn't that like doo-wop? Uh, slightly, just a little more distortion. Interesting. <laughs> uh, that that fucking threw me off right there. Okay. Um, you got you got one there, uh, Keith. Yeah, the Pogues. The Pogues are kind of long too. I find my Belvins are slightly punk if i was gonna need something totally not punk at all i would go george jones nice um god I, I actually was trying to remember a documentary i wanted to see if if the two of you had, had watched about the it was a detroit based punk band uh two brothers two black guys that got 0, 0.0 attention um and I can't remember the name of it. If you've never seen the documentary, uh, God, anyone out there who's who's listening, look up a documentary Detroit uh, punk band. Uh, God, and I'm going to say it, and you guys are going to be like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've heard of that." There, uh, it was two brothers, uh, Death. Have you ever heard of the punk rock band Death? You know what? I think I've I've seen that doc. I haven't seen that documentary, but I've seen it come up before when I'm flipping through looking for shit to watch on TV. So I haven't watched it yet, but I I know the documentary you're talking about. This goes back to like 
this pre-70s, like in the sixties, right? The, these guys, no, they were uh, they were a punk rock band in the seventies. Documentary 70s. came out, out in twenty twelve, but they were a uh, it was a trio, it was three brothers, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you've never heard yeah, them, a band called Death is the documentary. No, I have seen I have seen that documentary come up. I know what you're talking about. I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I think I, it's called Before There Was Punk. There was. Yeah. Well, this one is. There's one on on Netflix called A Band Called Check Death. That one out. Bro, the and, and what's interesting about it is is the oldest brother who's passed away now started the band and he was he tried to get into the '60s music scene and couldn't get into the '60s music scene. Didn't get any real. Uh, traction and and then he heard punk rock and got his brothers together and they were killing it but then they would go out and try to do shows and here was three black guys showing up to do punk rock and nobody would listen to them Mm -mm. Uh, oh my Gianni well there's bad brains they're kind of popular yeah I mean so was Fishbone but bad. There's some of these bands that like. Now that's an interesting one for you, and I'm curious about this. As musicians, how do you feel about when a band goes from their roots? Like, like you guys have a very unique sound. Obviously, you want to be popular. Obviously, you would like to stop listening to customer service calls and people yeah. talking about. I didn't get my toilet paper this week. I really need it. I'm having a shitty day. I know you don't want to listen to that, John. And Keith, I don't know what you do. Keith, do you do anything? Or is it top secret government shit? Yeah. <laughs> top secret government <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> what I do. <laughs> uh, fucking secret squirrel himself. Um, but what are your I thoughts on... So I can blow my cover. Uh, I don't know nothing about your cover. Um, so, uh, absolutely, brother. I, you and me and Nathan, we'll, we'll we'll definitely get to get together soon. So, here's my question though: How do you feel? Because your music is a very unique sound. How okay. do you feel about when some of these sounds go from that uniqueness? Like your Keith, you've been talking about you know the noise bands, and now John, you just really enjoy playing music that's where you're where you feel it sounds to me like that's where you feel comfortable with that's where you're happiest that is when you're playing music how do you feel when when sounds hit that mainstream like i'm 45 so i watched i can still remember the premiere of smells like teen spirit watching that happen falling in love and being like that's me that's who i am and then watching that sound go from nobody knew what it was to everybody had on docks and flannels and a band shirt like SOD or somebody like that that they never even knew who really they were. How do you feel when, when music changes that way and it hits that mainstream? Are you cool with it or is it more like do you feel like corporate's gotten hold of it? You know – Corporate will get a hold of it and spit it back out because that's what corporate does. If another scene gets exposure, be it by a fluke or somebody found the latest sound, I think it's great. Um, sure, it's going to inspire a bunch of wannabes and and you know a bunch of bullshit bands, but the originators that you know kind of put the, the put the scene on the map, go for it. You know, I'm all for it because you know some of these some of those bands that you're talking about. You know, like you're talking about like, like the Seattle scene when Nirvana came Absolutely. out. They would have never made anything if it wasn't for, you know, say Nirvana breaking huge. So I'm all for it. Good for them. They got their moment. And, you know, corporate spat them back out. And some of these bands are still playing and they're still doing their thing. So I think the thing is, is that as a musician in a band, if you do get that opportunity, keep your feet on the ground. So you don't, you know, you don't turn into a dick, for lack of better words. You know what I mean? And be grateful for everything that you have. But I don't have a problem if the mainstream gets a hold of a sound, because what it boils down to is when we all first started 
wanting to desire to play music uh, for, you know, air drumming or air guitaring to whatever fucking record or tape you had when you were a kid, your main thing is I want to make it. I want to be a musician. So yeah, just stay grounded. But if you get that success, enjoy it and don't blow all your money. <laughs> you know, Hookers and blow doesn't always mean a good thing. No, do it you, doesn't. What do you think, Keith? Do you, do you dig that idea? Cause I got a follow up to this that I, I want to hear your answer. We, I think Keith's frozen. Right. What do you think? Oh, Keith? Well, your example started with uh, Nirvana, right? You know, yeah, they created a they, they opened Nirvana, the sound, and uh, and I I think when Nirvana became extremely popular, is just because everybody, not everybody, but there was a lot of people that just were kind of wanting that, and they just yes, it, it was already going to happen, you know. And right now, we I were think over uh, the hairband. punk rock is just kind of, it's uh, it's mainstream all, already. And, and so I don't, I don't see any problem with it. I don't think with our project, I, it would not, that, that example doesn't really work because uh, we're just too weird. But, <laughs> but I love you know, your sound. That's what we are. But, but, but your uh, sound is so uh, unique. Yeah, it's, it's a great sound. It's awesome. But, uh, you know, you're not going to get a lot of airplay, you know, doing what we do. But but the reality of it is, is no one, I, I promise you folks, if you go on to Punk as a Door now, especially with the, the new album, uh, Dead, Dead is a Sad Snail. I almost forgot the name of it. Dead is a Sad, sad Snail. If you listen <laughs> to that album and you listen to those songs, uh, Crack is a One-Armed Baby, I don't give a shit. That song's funny. That song's catchy. And, and what's funny about it to me is I first listened to it. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? Is and then I saw the music video and with the Legos <laughs> from, from uh, Dark. What is it? Uh, dark. Uh, God, what's his name, Keith? Keith, you're frozen again. Black Gloves Bricks. That's it. Black Gloves Bricks. And if I'm going to plug them a little bit because they, they supported Black us today. Bricks. Black Gloves Bricks does lego videos for adults um my kids watch these lego videos and i'm like i want to stab my eyes out um, <laughs> but i watched his videos i was like oh that's kind of cool like he really got into like some interesting things in behind like i watched the lobster video today i was for some reason i was sucked into a grown man talking about a lego lobster don't ask oh yeah it was pretty funny now here's the other the, my follow-up question to when these song when when these sounds go mainstream and the reason i bring it up with punk music is punk really had a moment where it got big with like cbgb and um what was the one out in california um they didn't i watched a documentary about that also there was a big club out there uh i want to say it was in santa monica you talking about the mask or the starwood i want to say the mask because they talked about the fact that um good god what's the band that I always think the lead singer if looks you're like talking Howard. About, say, like with, with the germs and the screamers, and I think you would be talking about the mask, but I'm too young to have actually been there. Right. Well, I think all of us are too young to have been there. Um, but that was like a whole entire scene there. How do you feel about people who bag on it once it does become popular and the sound that they love, other people are now loving that they didn't know it exists? How do you feel about that? I can't argue with it, you know? I think that if you've got a sound that people actually identify with and they can relate to it and they like it, then, you know, how could you knock it? And and like what Keith said, I like what he said, where where it, it was something that would have happened eventually sooner or later. But, um, I yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I think it's just, you know, it's a great opportunity, but just have a realistic view of what to expect if you do go down that path, you know? I just always find it so crazy when people are like, oh, forget that band. They're, I used to love them. I don't listen to them no more because everybody else listens to them. What kind of bullshit is that? If they're your band, they're your band. See, there's bands that I listen to where I like their earlier stuff. I don't really like their older stuff. 
but I don't knock the older stuff that they put out because the thing that I've realized as a musician as I've grown older, and yes, I have had that narrow-minded view of, well, fuck them because everybody likes them. Well, it's not really like that because the thing is, is you can't write the same song for the rest of your life. You have to grow and mature. But if you only like one certain phase of a, of, of a band, like let's use Metallica, for example. Perfect. I love everything all the way up until the Black Album. Everything after that, never bought it. Am I saying it's no good? No, it just doesn't appeal to me. But, you know, there's, there's still a great band. So I don't know if that answers the question, but that would be my take on it. What about S&M, the S&M album? I didn't really listen to it. No, that's like, so like I ride the lightning, draw the, uh, oh God, what's the hell the name of the album? Draw the sh- shortest straw. Can't think of the name of it. Master of Puppets. Shortest yeah, straw. Master of Puppets. But, uh, Loved all those albums. I still stand by. It's funny you would bring up Metallica because my four-year-old picked out his first vinyl uh, the other day. I was telling Keith, and it was Ride the Lightning. Nice. Which, I mean, if you're going to pick it out, kid, go for it. But to this day, the worst concert I've ever been to, by far, Mm -hmm. bar none, is Metallica. Oh, that's too bad. Um, And it was the Saint Whatever tour. Okay. And it was so bad. As soon as they played songs from that album, people sat down. Oh, and like wow. you said, and like you said, John, the minute they played stuff, their older stuff, you know, pits were opening up. People were were getting into it. They were like, "This was Metallica. This was like, yeah." But the minute they were like, "Let me strum this new song," they were like, "People were like, right." I'm not into But you have have to look at it from both sides, though. You know, Um, Metallica can't write one for the rest of their career. Otherwise, they wouldn't be growing as musicians. Because as a musician, we all grow, whether we want to admit it or not. We all advance on to writing other stuff. And sometimes it's for the better where the old the older fans are going to appreciate it. And then sometimes it's going to be where the older fans are not going to appreciate it, but you're going to bring in a wave of newer fans. And the bottom line is, is you can't please everybody and you have to stay true to what you're to what you're doing when it comes to writing music. You don't write for other people. You write for yourself. And if old fans don't like the new stuff, well, suck it, buddy. Maybe we'll play it upon request at a show. Now, we're going to get ready to put a bow on this thing there. What's up, Keith? Oh, there you go. You're back. Yeah, I, I tried a different setting to see if maybe this thing would work better. I saw a, a documentary on like metal, and it was talking about new metal, and Slayer even came out with one, and they're interviewing them, and they're like, "Yeah, um, yeah, just don't listen to that one." <laughs> Basically, <what> it, <laughs> it did, and it just went back to do do their you know normal Slayer stuff that everybody likes. So you know they tried something new, and it didn't totally work. But you know, well, I, I think I think we lost you, Keith. I think it's a pretty called Filth Pig, and what? that's the one that killed killed their their fan base. But it's like their best. Oh. Al- yeah, album, it's one of my favorites. I think. I I lost who who did an album called Filth Pig. He's talking about Ministry's Filth Pig. Look, Ministry, Ministry Blood and Honey. I so that was thank you for remembering Ministry. The concert that I went to was Helmet, Sepultura, in Ministry. I'd be a good show. Brother, I was th- – yeah, th- this is a different – headline. Th- no. You see, a lot of people forget Helmet at one point in time was the highest paid band in America and signed like something crazy like a $5 million deal and did one album. Because the cor- the uh, corporate machine thought that they were going to be bigger than uh, Nirvana, and they had, that one album was an amazing album if you ever listened to it. And they oh, tried yeah. to, they tried to do a follow up album, and it just didn't. the The first album they did was called Unsung, and they tried to do a follow up album, and it just didn't get the airplay, and it fell flat. But that concert, here's what'll really make you think. Now you you heard the three bands I named. I went to see that concert. I was probably 13 or 14 years old with me and two other buddies who were 13 and 14. And my mother was like, have fun. Enjoy. My kids had said to me like, dad, I'm going to see Sepultura, Helmet and Ministry. I'd be like, 
fuck you are <laughs> fuck you are uh like you're not going to that shit by yourself who's taking you nah we're 13 14 we're just going to that shit again fuck you are because they're like nowadays and i here's a funny story so look the the tragedy that happened down in texas that's my wife and I've talked about that with the, the concert and I love shows. I love live shows, but there is a point folks where there doesn't need to be so many people at a show. Right. There, there has to be a limit. Stop being greedy. And that was actually the show where a gentleman actually probably to this day, I've thought about it many times. He probably saved my life. So the pit started moving um, towards, towards the actual stage. And what was crazy is, is as the pit's moving to the stage, do you remember the movie uh, Children Under the Stairs? I never saw it. I'm not a big film buff, more into music. You know? if, if you ever got to see the movie Children Under the Stairs, the main like guy who would like kidnap the kids and stick them under the steps, he always wore uh, overalls. And my buddy Tom's listening to you guys. He says, you guys are awesome to hear. Um, and Tom was actually, in a, Tom was in a, um, nine inch nails cover band, like legit oh. that toured and everything. Um, but this dude, the crowd started pushing towards the stage and I was in the pit. This dude put his arms and had his arms like this. He was such a big son, bitch. he kept the whole crowd from crushing me. <laughs> like that was, but I loved it. I love shows. I love live shows. I can't get enough of live music. I take my kids to live music all the time, but I'm older now. Like live music, my all my kids' first concerts was um, Counting Crows. Okay. Like nice. I, I got. You know, it's not punk as the doornail, but I mean, fuck. I it. took my daughter to see a Big Sandy. Who? Oh, I took my daughter to see Big Sandy. He's like a local, like. Uh... Sweet he's a rockabilly guy, man, dude. Oh, nice! And she was the whole time like, he's not even that loud, and she's all, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, my, my daughter's sucks, concert. Sucks. Sorry, was dude. she 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 watched us play? She watched Punk at the Door now play a wedding. That was my daughter's first concert, watching her dad play. Uh, would you like a great story about a bunch of jackass marines? Today's you know, 20. I would love to hear the story on a bunch of jackass Marines, but unfortunately, Sean, I got to cut loose. And I got to go back to eating my meal of bullshit on the customer service lines, uh, but I want to thank you for having us on. Absolutely, John. Let me just put it to you this way, and it would be real quick. A bunch of jackass Marines made Jewel cuss. <laughs> I'll tell keep the story. Be safe. Hey, make sure you check out Punk is a Doornail, folks. Punk is a Doornail.com. I'll tell Keith this story, and then we're going to get ready to put a bow on it. John, be safe. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Right on. Thanks, John. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. So, yeah, Keith, you'll you'll love this. Bunch yeah. of jackass Marines, uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, New River Air Station. Jules doing a concert. So we're like, that's cool. We'll go see Jewel. Fuck it. It's free get down there and everybody's pushing towards the, the stage and it's super hot and everybody's like getting up there and jewel gets on stage and she goes excuse me and we're like still pushing the stage and she goes, excuse me nobody's listening excuse me and still nobody's listening. finally she goes back the fuck up like jewel just turned into an animal and screamed at a whole bunch of marines and as soon as she cussed at all of us we went like Woo! yeah it was the funniest thing like she walked off the stage the whole nine yards um her opening act i think was uh do you remember the band seven mary three no yeah that was no. that was her opening act i think was like seven mary three or somebody like that but we're gonna get ready to put a bow on this thing brother uh gotta ask we got the upcoming show uh next week what's the name of the skate shop Inconsiderate, and they spell it all weird. But uh, pretty much, if you just type in inconsiderate board shop, it'll come up in Riverside if you live out in the Inland Empire in California. And, so, if you're uh, a lot of people you're know that, that way, it, so 
So if you're a Marine out that way, especially. The Inland Empire. What's it called? Uh, Inconsiderate Board Shop in Riverside, California. So if you were a Marine out that way in Riverside, especially, because I know there's plenty of us out that way, make sure you go see Punk as a door now. And when you go up, you know, tell them you heard them on the Above the Bar podcast. Keith won't give you anything, but he'll at least know that they heard you on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you probably talked me into something, but. You're going to yeah, bring in right. vinyls? Yeah, you're going to bring vinyls? Air Force Base is out there. Yep, March is out yeah, that we way. Got, we got the vinyl records, and uh, they're only 10 bucks. $10 for a vinyl. You can't beat that. I'm going to try to talk Keith yeah. into let me let me get one, and I'll even pay him the shipping and handling on it. Uh, maybe we'll swap because it's blue. I got vinyl. Blue. Look at that, Tom. Yeah. I know. I know you're listening, Tom. I know you would like it, Tom. Go listen to Punk is the door now. And tell me what you think. Send me a text message. I know you'll like it. So where else? So we got the website punkasadornail.com. Instagram is punkasadornail. Facebook is punkasadornail. You're not on Twitter because I tried to find you on Twitter, but uh, everything's punkasadornail nah. and I get you on Twitter. You know, you look like a tweeter. Now nah, it's just uh, Facebook, Instagram, and then we have our own website, punkasadornail.com. So, and then uh, everybody, our digital stuff is available on Amazon, Spotify, Apple, you know, any you can download it anywhere. Plenty of opportunities to download everything. Keith, phenomenal, had such a good time. I've learned about this guitar. Such a great topic. Uh, so glad John was able to make it. Um, punkasadornow.com. As always, and I'm going to tell you this real quick, Keith. Do not log off after the show ends. we got to talk yeah. for a minute. Got to talk for a moment. Okay. Uh, as always, guest gets the final word. So what's the final word for tonight? I lost Oh, you. enjoy your local punk bands for sure. All righty, folks. Be sure to yeah, push your school your local punk bands. Enjoy your local punk bands. All right, folks. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.